0: everybody this is Jono from Seneca and today I am going to be talking about duration studies for your psychology a level exam where are we starting we are starting with Peterson and Peterson 1959 now they wanted to test the theory that information is quickly lost from short-term memory if it is not rehearsed so they came up with a cute little procedure it was a laboratory experiment with 24 psychology students and participants had to try and recall random trigrams, which are three consecutive consonants like GPR, after different intervals of time, three, six, 9, 12, 15 and 18 seconds. During these intervals, participants had to count backwards from a random number in groups of three and four. This was to stop them from rehearsing the trigrams in their heads. Results. Participants could recall fewer trigrams as the time gap increased. So after a three-second interval, participants recalled 80% correctly. After a six-second interval, participants recalled 50% correctly. And after an 18-second interval, participants recalled 10% correctly. Conclusion, our short-term memory has a limited duration when we can't rehearse information. It's thought that decay, the automatic fading of memory that's not rehearsed, causes information loss From short-term memory so let's analyze what are the pros there were good control of variables in this study because of the laboratory setting however there are some cons of this experiment the two that I would take away is the firstly it has low ecological validity and this is because of, of the artificial setup so low ecological validity it's not really like something that's gonna happen in real life like how many times a day do you try and remember like a bunch of trigrams like not a lot. Secondly, a lacking variety of stimulus. There's no data on whether the type of stimulus affects the duration of short-term memory. So those are two cons that I would take away from this experiment. So do, let's summarise the Peter and Peterson experiment. What were they trying to study? They were trying to look at and test a theory that information is quickly lost from short-term memory if it's not rehearsed. So, Peter and Peterson is all about rehearsal. Um, let's move on to talk about Baric et al. 1975. And they studied very long-term memory, which you might hear me call VLTM, by testing the ability of people to recall the name of ex-classmates. The method involved the researchers setting up a series of three tests to test the long-term memory of 392 participants. And the participants were tested 15, 30, and 48 years after graduation. And there were three tests. The first was free recall. Participants were asked to simply list the name of ex-classmates. They were given no prompts or materials to help them. Next was photo recognition. The participants were asked to recall the names of people from their photographs from their yearbook no list of names were given. Finally was name recognition. The participants were asked to match the names of people to their photograph, i.e. they were given a randomized list of names. The results, honey, the results are in. The results showed that the free record declined the most within 30 years, whereas the name recognition maintained a high accuracy. 15 years after graduation, there was a 90% accuracy for the name recognition test. 60% accuracy for the free recall test. And this was even true for large class sizes. The results continued. 30 years after graduation, there was only 30% accuracy for free recall. And 48 years after graduation, name recognition was 80% accurate and photo recognition was 40% accurate. So let's concisely summarize the method of the bayer study. There was a series of three tests to test the very long-term memory, 392 participants and they were tested 15, 30 and 48 years after graduation. There are three types of tests. Photo recognition, where the participants were asked to recall the names of people from their photographs from the yearbook and no names were given. Free recall, where the participants were asked to simply list the names of ex-classmates and they weren't given any prompts. And finally, name recognition, where the participants were asked to match the names of people to their photographs. So they were given a randomised list of names. So what are the conclusions from the bayer cattell study? Well, overall, through the years, recognition was more accurate than recall. They concluded that information is stored in the long-term memory, but the information may be difficult to retrieve. The forgetting process is very slow compared to other studies which only examine memory in a laboratory setting. Barakatel attribute the slowness of forgetting to practice and the effect of overlearning. What's overlearning? People during high school, that could be you, spend a lot of time learning other people's names and practicing them. In other words, names that we are well practiced to are difficult to forget. This information, the names, is meaningful to the participants, perhaps more so than, for example, other knowledge learnt during the same time period. Ecological validity. A main strength of the study was the high ecological validity. It was a field experiment conducted over a long period of time and tested names. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.